Habakkuk chapter 3, verse number 2. O Lord, I have heard thy speech and was afraid. O Lord, revive thy works, underline that word, in the midst of the years. In the midst of the years, make known in wrath, remember mercy. Let us pray. Father, we just thank you for all that you've done this year. Lord, we, we thank you for each one that's here. Lord, we've been through some battles this year. We've been through some heartaches this year. But Lord, we know that we go through them with you. Just like this morning, Daniel's den of lions. Lord, you were there with him. And you'll be with us in our darkness. But Lord, we look for next year to be something greater than this year. Lord, I'm even looking for your return next year. <laughs> and I thank you. I praise you. I glorify you. Lord, if we stay here for another year, Lord, we're going to praise you and lift thy name up in this year. In the name of Jesus, we do pray. Amen. We're looking for revival at the end of the month, and I, I'm looking forward to that. I really am, and I think I need it more than anybody else. But every one of us needs to be revived from time to time. And the early Christians are, were happy and they were jealous. Acts 2 said, uh, and they continued daily in one accord in the temple and breaking bread uh, from house to house, did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart, praising God, having a favor with all the people. And the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved. Psalms 85, wilt thou not revive us again, that thy people may rejoice in thee. We're getting ready to enter into a new year. Let us do it with anticipation and zeal. Uh, talk about what we can do in the, the future. It's good to make new beginnings. I want to suggest some different things than what we normally talk about at this time of year that we usually says, read your Bible more, study your Bible more, teach more, pray more, witness more, and go to church more. But those are things that you should already be doing as a child of God. I like to suggest you unite seven little points that will help you out through this coming year that maybe we, should, we, we focus on these seven little points and get us into a position where God can use each and every one of us this coming year. First, purity of life. Let us strive to put away all sinful things, the Bible says. Perhaps there's something questionable in your life. And you, you've had a hard time overcoming it. You haven't had success in the past. Not, why not resolve it in a new beginning? Purity of life begins with a pure heart. Matthew 5 says, Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. There are many accounts in the Bible where people with sin and Jesus changed their life just coming in contact with them. Mary Magdalene had seven devils. She came in contact with Jesus. She got a pure heart. 
the woman at the well. He said, if you knew who you was get serving, you, you, you wouldn't do that. But uh, he knew that she had husbands, five husbands, and the one she had was not her husband. She, he knew everything about her. He changed her life so much that she left her pail at the well and went and told everybody about the man that she had met. Bible said to purify our hearts with our faith. Acts 15 says, and put no difference between us and them, purify their hearts by faith. In each account, their hearts were changed. And, and I like to say that when we met Jesus at the altar ourselves, or wherever you met him at, wherever he touched you at, wherever he changed your life at, you, you had a purity of heart. You had a purity of heart. He changed your life. And I, I, say, I, I say amen to that because he has changed my life. Second point, you might not like these points, but it, it hit me and resonated all over me that maybe God was just telling me I need to be this, but I thought I'd share them with you. Be a leader. Be a leader. From the youngest to the oldest in here, we all can be spiritual leaders. We should associate with people in and day in, day out. And we can be spiritual leaders. First Timothy says, and put no difference between them and their purifying the hearts by faith. We can be leaders by set, setting the proper example. We need the Word of God to guide us in the hope of heaven as our goal. Be a leader. Too many of us sit down and don't want to do anything. I know the, the old saying, I'd rather be a follower than a leader. But you better find out who you're following. Because it might not be the one you need to be following. Uh, next point, be a fighter. Be a fighter. Why would you say be a fighter? We're supposed to love. Can I say there are many paradoxes in the Christianity you become victorious by surrendering. <laughs> you win by giving up. You live by dying. You lose your life by finding. We must give up our personal pride, our, our, our inner selves, our prejudice, our selfishness, uh, surrender our hearts, our minds, our souls to the Lord. We are Christians are not defeatists, but we are victorious. And the only way you can be victorious, if you live in him, he lives in you. And that means you've got to give him you. Oh, I like this. And when you give him you, he gives him back to you. That's the only way you can be victorious. We need to be fighters in this world. Stop letting the world push us down. But stand up and fight. I'm a Christian. I'm a son of God. Yes. Purity of life. Be a leader. Be a fighter. Can I say this? Accept the challenge. 
God has placed before us the greatest challenge we ever had. Let us accept this challenge. We're, we're, we're not to the, those who draw back on perditions, but those who believe the saving of the souls. It won't matter if we fail in various worldly activities. It doesn't matter that you fail in things in this world. But if we miss heaven, we have utterly failed. Without heaven, we have lost it all. So let us take up the challenge tonight for this coming year to present the gospel more than we ever had before. Let's reach this lost and dying world, showing them what God can do in their lives. And God can change their lives. Everyone sitting here, God has changed their life, your life and my life, and God can do the same for everybody else if we just present the gospel. He died for you and I at the cross of Calvary. He was buried, but on the third day, thank God, he got out by that grave and he was victorious over all this world. I told you that this morning. It says, fear not, for I have overcome the world. Take up this challenge. God, God has placed this challenge in our lives to, to stand for Him more and more each and every day. It's not just a, on a Sunday or Wednesday, but God expects us to take this challenge up on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. He says every day that you walk out your door, it is a challenge to present the gospel to this lost and dying world. Take up that challenge. Don't be afraid. I know people say, well, I don't like witness, and I don't like telling people about you. But let me tell you what, I, I start telling you what God has done for me, I can't shut up. I find myself standing there by myself after a while because they done walked off. You can't stop. When you start telling somebody what God has done for you, you can't stop. Purity of life, be a leader, be a fighter, accept the challenge. And let me say this, use kindness as a means to happiness. Use kindness as a means to happiness. I, I read a bumper sticker that said, don't tell me what kind of day to have. This is no doubt in, was written in the opposition, those says, have a good day. Anyone that says, don't tell me, attitude probably won't have a good day. You get up in the morning, you're saying, I don't want this, I don't want that. Your day is not going to go very good. But nevertheless, we truly want to have a good day, amen? A day filled with joy, a day that's filled with happiness. So let's try kindness every now and then. Most people are selfish, critical, unfriendly, cold. And because that, that doesn't mean that we have to be that same way. 
I find that when somebody is having a bad day, it shows. Uh, but if you come up and just show a little kindness to them, you might see a smile crack on their face and all of a sudden they're having a good day because they met someone that could help them. Ephesians 4 says, And be ye kind one to another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God for Christ's sake has given you. If we follow this advice, we'll find that kindness gives birth to kindness. If we desire to be happy and wish to contribute to the happiness of others, Let's try kindness. Kindness will work wonders for other people if you just let it. Purity of life, be a good leader, be a fighter, accept the challenge, use kindness as a mean of happiness, be loving. We, we know that's all, that's basic, basic, the fundamental of a Christian love. John 13 a new commandment have I given to you that love one another as I have loved you that you also be love another. By this shall all men know that ye are my disciples. You have loved one another. If we see any of our fellow Christians in need, then we should be there to help and love them. Let's help them. We're to visit the orphans and the widows. Can I say one has not visit unless you got up and go? <laughs> you can't say, well, I'm going to visit. No, it's not I'm going to visit. Visit. That means get up and go. When you see something that someone has ministered to their needs, there are need. Let me tell you, this, there's Christian people all over that is needed for things. Uh, there's people in this church that are need of things. Uh, and when you see that and find that out, minister to them. That's because you love them. They're your brothers and sisters in Christ. We are to love them. We do that for God's people. Even though we are Christians, we are still humans. And we're still trying to do the will of God. And we need to help from each other to get there. Try loving. It helps. Purity of life. Be a leader. Be a fighter. Accept the challenge. Use kindness as the... Uh, uh, means to happiness and be loving the last point and this is the biggest one trust God more a man walks onto a streetcar and you notice a little girl sitting by herself and he's looking at her and she's just happy smiling humming away she was humming a little tune she was she was just having a good time she was a picture of joy gentleman leaned over forward to her and said uh, little girl aren't you afraid of riding this car 
by yourself? Oh, no, she replied. No one ever hurt me on this car. No one could ever hurt me on this car because my father is the conductor. We're thundering through the universe in inconceivable speeds, swept through joy and grief and sickness and health, life and death. All the while, our Heavenly Father is our conductor. If we trust God more, there would be abundance of song, of joy, and praises in our lips each and every day of our lives. Amen. Just trust God more. Amen. This was what God has given me to help me to get through the next year. I have not, no idea what's in store for next year, but we're ending this year on a bad note in this world. But I still believe that God is still in control. He, he's still on the throne. They, they are not having an election to boot him out. They're not, not striking him off the ballots and the states and stuff. No one can overthrow him. He's there forever. And I'm looking for the day he looks at his son. Son, go get the children. I'm looking forward to that day. But while that happens, even though we live in this wretched, sinful, dark world, we are to be a shining light to everyone we come in contact with, even if they hate the Word of God, even if they hate God, even if they hate the church, we're going to be a light for God in this year. And we're going to shine brightly. Let our light so shine. I don't know about you, but I'm looking forward to next year. Looking forward to it. I don't know what God's got in store, but I know God is in control of it. Amen. Yeah.